This is Lisa Pianowski welcoming you to the Learning Architects Unite podcast. This is episode one, Back to School, a 2020 restart. In this episode, I will provide an introduction to this new podcast and discuss considerations for reopening this fall. Thanks for joining me. I've had the great fortune of working with teachers and leaders who are inspirations in making a big impact in the lives of children every day. This podcast was born from my professional learning network, encouraging me to share ideas and resources with an even broader audience. I'm excited about this new adventure and look forward to creating a community of learning architects that will unite together to create a compelling learning environment for the students that we serve. As an educator for almost 30 years, I have seen my fair share of fads, trends, and the latest, greatest ideas. I still contest that there is absolutely no silver bullet. Improvements in education are made by prioritizing the priorities, mobilizing and motivating teams, and by providing clear expectations for the work ahead. I have served as a teacher, instructional coach, curriculum director, director of school improvement at the Georgia Department of Education, in addition to being an associate superintendent for teaching and learning in a large Georgia district. Since leaving public service, I returned to my teaching roots and now coach adults across the United States and Canada. I am just as hopeful and passionate about my work as an educator as when I started teaching in 1991. I have come to realize that as teachers and leaders, we design everything from classroom environments, to daily lessons, to lunch schedules. All of these play a role in the student experience. Therefore, I consider us architects of learning. Additionally, I believe that we must strive for deeper learning. We have way too many standards and too much testing. It causes us to fall into surface learning where we try to cover content and not teach for deeper understanding. It is a frustration of many teachers and leaders that I speak to today. So the question is, how do we redesign teaching and learning to make memorable learning happen for all of our students? When I pose this question, I often get shoulder shrugs and a feeling that the types of changes that you wanna make are not always possible within the system that we work. I say, no, that is not true. The only people who can change the system is each and every one of you. Every teacher and leader should feel empowered to make the shifts that you know need to happen to fully realize a learner-centered approach. As an architect of learning, you are the designers. You create the blueprint for learning and build from there. I feel so strongly about this approach that I wrote a book titled Architects of Deeper Learning, Intentional Design for High Impact Instruction. The book outlines eight design principles and provides the why and how for creating your own blueprints for deeper learning. While this podcast will sometimes focus on content from the book, I am also an advocate for teaching the whole child and believe that the school and classroom climate and social emotional learning are critical. We cannot have great instruction without building a culture of care for our students, our staff, and our communities. This podcast will share evidence-based practices and how-tos that are practical as well as things to ponder. I think posing the what-ifs is helpful. It causes us to reflect and possibly alter our current path forward. 
maybe we'll try new and innovative solutions that may not have even been considered. I will also be interviewing some of the amazing educators that I meet when I'm in the field. It is always motivating to learn from others who are doing great work on behalf of children. And finally, I will be taking questions from you. I want to know what you want to explore, what questions you have, and how I can support you in your work. Most likely, the questions that you have is one that someone else has or that we haven't even considered yet. This will help make the podcast timely and focused on what you need as a listener. And wow, what a time to start a podcast. We are in the midst of a global pandemic for COVID-19 where schools closed in March 2020 and teachers turned on a dime to teach remotely. We learned a great deal from this experience and I continue to say we should not let this crisis go to waste. While spring 2020 was not ideal for teaching and learning, we still learned a great deal about ourselves, our teaching, and how our students learn best. We learned about our own resilience and unwavering commitment to our students and their families. We learned new tools, found new resources, and collaborated with our teams to create learning experiences during a very turbulent time. It was not perfect. It was crisis teaching. Now we have the opportunity for a restart. While it is still uncertain how schools will reopen this fall with cases on the rise, we have to be prepared for anything. So let's look at three different options. Brick to click, click to brick, or click by choice. So some of us will be brick to click, meaning we will start face to face and may have to close schools if cases are on the rise within our community, therefore moving to a remote learning situation. In this scenario, we will have to take extreme precaution to ensure the safety of staff and students. In a post written by Jennifer Gonzalez titled Reopening School, What It Might Look Like, she offers a review of our face-to-face -face options in more detail. She offers alternating days, possibly doing half days, looking at cohorts of students coming in face-to-face, -face, a one-room schoolhouse where we keep kids together, and possibly even looking at teaching one course at a time and more. All of these options were designed using out-of-the-box thinking. We are not sure how long this pandemic will last and it is causing us to rethink or redesign ways to still make teaching and learning effective. Cherokee County Schools, where I work part-time as an administrator on special assignment, has just released their back-to-school guidelines and they are both comprehensive and place student and staff safety above all else. The Georgia District has also created a thoughtful instructional plan for both face-to-face -face and digital learning. As a standard practice in the podcast, I will always provide links to articles and resources that I mentioned for your reference on my website. The second one is Click to Brick. Some districts may have to start click, meaning remote, and move to brick, meaning our community or state may not be ready for a face-to-face -face start, and we will need to open school remotely. This requires a great deal of preparation using platforms and resources, as well as online tools. But more importantly, it requires that we look at our instructional design. In a post I wrote spring 2020, I discussed reminders for remote learning. 
I have adapted these for reopening as well. These are also supported by student feedback on four areas during pandemic teaching. Technology tools, teacher clarity, social and emotional connection, and student engagement. A survey conducted by Peter DeWitt shared compelling notions that we need to consider. The article is linked on my website and was published by Ed Week on May 26th. As an advocate for student voice, I found this to be so informative. In summary, students wanted more live teaching and fewer PowerPoints to read. They want teachers to utilize a variety of apps and tools when assigning content assignments. Students want clarity. They want better directions, as well as easier access to teachers, ways to get help when they are struggling, and clear communication from the school. The students surveyed also described a desire to go back to school. They missed their friends and the social aspects of learning. They wanted more check-ins to make sure they were on track. And in terms of engagement, they wanted less busy work, more interaction, and the opportunity to learn new and exciting content. None of this was a surprise to me. While this feedback came during pandemic teaching, I believe these hold true for face-to-face -face as well. Student voice is critical. They are partners in the process and should be treated as such. So here are my thoughts about fall 2020. Connect through relationships. Our first 20 days need to be about rebuilding community, cultivating relationships, and checking in on the health and well-being of our students and families. We have not seen our students since March. We have to recognize that many students have experienced trauma while away from us, and focusing on the social and emotional aspect of our work will be critical. Secondly, we need to consider equity always. We must consider the fact that not all students were truly connected with us this spring, which means we've, met, we've lost some time. Some did not have devices, internet, or stable home environments to support learning. We need to consider equity when planning for learning this fall, whether face-to-face -face or remote. We need to take time to determine where students may have learning gaps and create a plan for how to adjust the academic pacing to meet their needs. Third, we need to clarify and communicate. We have to be crystal clear about our expectations for time, tasks, and engagement. Whatever we do this fall will be redesigned and clarity for teachers and learners alike will be imperative. While we are teaching digital natives, many are not used to learning digitally. So whether we are brick to click or click to brick, the rules of engagement need to be communicated early and often. Give permission to think outside the box and know that giving students choice as well as multiple opportunities to learn and show mastery will be key. Fourth, we need to look at prioritizing the priorities, as I mentioned before. We cannot and should not try to teach all of the standards outlined on pacing guides and curriculum maps. Even without COVID-19, selecting focused standards within each course is critical. From there, our first 20 days needs to include time for remediation and reteaching, this is a time where we must prioritize essential learning and consider ways to teach and learn these standards in a variety of different formats. 
Number five, value tasks over tests. Whether face-to-face -face or digital, offer students the opportunity to engage in solving real-world problems with tasks that challenge their thinking and promote creativity. Have students show what they know through a product or performance. Testing online, while easy to administer, is not the best evidence of student learning when working remotely. I would argue that it is the same for face-to-face -face learning as well. Always consider the product or performance that will provide the best evidence of student understanding and deeper learning. Next, know that less is more. This is hard for us, but teaching and learning a few things more deeply will prove to be better in the long run than trying to cover the curriculum. Consider the breadth and depth of assignments, tasks, reading, and even asynchronous learning. Make learning fun and don't overload the inbox. A good rule of thumb is if you don't think that you would enjoy it as a student, it is very likely that your students won't enjoy it either. So know that less is more. Next, providing feedback, not grades. Uh, this, is, this is one we know how important feedback is and students need the reassurance that they are on the right track. When remote, they miss you walking around the room, checking their progress, your affirming words, and the time that you take to reteach when they need some help. Students that are returning are very unsure of themselves and will need some extra guidance and reassurance that, they, that we will get them back on track. Continue to collaborate to innovate. I am always impressed by the ingenuity of educators. This crisis has brought out the best in all of us. Continue to rely on your professional learning community and your professional learning network to learn new tools, share ideas and solutions, and to create a community while dealing with this crisis. This is what this new podcast is all about, creating community around learning architecture. And then finally, take care of yourself and others. Taking care of yourself by setting some boundaries, taking time for your own family, practicing self-care is so important. We have made it through a crazy spring semester and now need to sustain this effort through the beginning of a new school year. That requires taking care of you so that you can continue to take care of everyone else. The third option for returning back to school is click by choice. Uh, finally, click by choice is really an option where uh, it is completely a virtual offering and is possibly needed due to a medical need, either physical or mental, or even a personal preference. Some districts are providing virtual options with existing teaching staff. Others have hired a private provider or have a state agency that offers virtual learning options. So, these three choices are critical to consider, and as of today, states across our nation are breaking records for new COVID-19 cases, and the opening of school in fall 2020 is still so uncertain. What I do know is nothing about this is normal. Very few districts were equipped to shift their entire learning enterprise to remote learning in the spring. And even those districts were set up for days of digital, not weeks on end while dealing with a global pandemic. None of this is normal. 
We must recognize that we have families losing jobs, experiencing stress and anxiety, dealing with ill relatives or friends and more. Because this is not business as usual, we must not think that school should be too. Let's be gracious to one another, to our students and the families we serve. This experience is causing us to rethink much of what we do in normal school and I welcome that challenge. It is my hope that we do reimagine or redesign the way we do school. We are overdue for a learning renovation. However, right now, let's be practical about our approaches and know that focusing on our community's health and well-being is first and foremost. We can make up the time, fill the skill gaps, and teach our hearts out in time. For now, take care of each other, stay well, and know that you are appreciated. Continue to rest and rejuvenate for a new normal. Be patient with district and school leaders making really tough decisions on school opening and know that there are many variables and data points to consider. Right now, this is a moving target. Folks are leading with their best intentions and we should always assume the best. I wanna thank you for joining me for my first episode of Learning Architects Unite. The next one will be on our first 20 days of fall 2020, and we'll go even further in depth around the plans for what should those first 20 days look like. I hope you will join me. Also, please reach out on my website to check out all the links and resources, and sincerely, thanks for listening.